welcome back, and it's time for another episode of the Home for All podcast. I am ACARS Communications Director Kelly Moss, and I'm glad to have you back for another great episode. Just a reminder, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss a thing. We have a great guest today who's back again to talk to you about the things at the MLS that are tripping up even the most seasoned of realtors. So since I'm talking about the MLS, you can only assume that today's guest is none other than the MLS VP of Quality Assurance, Ms. Ann Pettit. If that's what you guessed, you'd be right. So today we're going to discuss the listing process life cycle, bringing potential rule violations to the forefront. We're going to talk about staff listings and requests for corrections, as well as the most frequent violations, and so, so very much more. The conversation is going to be lively and very informative. So like we always say, grab your coffee and your earbuds and make this spot your home for the next 20 or so minutes. We're happy that you're here. ACAR Home for All podcast is a bi-weekly production where we will host interviews, facilitate conversations, and talk about what's happening in the world of real estate. We'll introduce you to the important people in your community and help you learn how to grow your real estate-related business. This is an adult show and some adult language might occasionally creep into the conversation. So let's move forward and find out what makes Northeast Ohio the best home for all. Well, hey there, everybody. As you heard in our opener, today's guest is none other than the Ann Pettit. Welcome back, Ann. Thank you, Kelly. I'm so glad you were able to come back here and share some more valuable insights into the MLS for our listeners. Um, let's start out by refreshing everybody's memory about you. Give us, you know, kind of a little history real quick so everybody knows. So superintendent of the Division of Real Estate and Professional Licensing um, from 2002 to 2000 and then invited back January 2011. And I, these are air quotes, folks, retired. Uh, <laughs> sure end, you did. <laughs> end of, uh, we all know how that story ended. Um, June of 2022. So, uh, and now Vice President of Quality Assurance with your MLS now. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. That retirement lasted all of five minutes for you. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's just let's just jump in with both feet. Um, the listing process is a life cycle, and I'm told that most errors are related to not closing the loop. Um, what can you tell us about that, and how can our members fix that? One of the one of the things that that I like to help our members, subscribers uh, visualize is the listing agent's responsibility mm -hmm. on behalf of his or her broker, let's Correct. remember, does not end at that listing presentation when you get the listing. And maybe you do take the listing worksheet back to the office or, or email it, scan it, whatever, to an admin or manager but you need to remember that that's not where your responsibility ends. Okay. You know, that entry into the MLS. Sure. For properties that are listed in MLS now service area. Um, and that any changes 
that might come about. I mean, mm-hmm. some of the the um, more common ones, as I think everybody listening would know, would be a status change. Um, you know, maybe from active to temporarily off market. Sure. And um, uh, you know, changes in the listing price if you're going to unfortunately, at some point, have to reduce the listing. That hasn't happened in a while. So I think that also, but also anytime that somebody's working with an auction, um, you know, there are particular processes that sure. in the MLS rules that go with that. So there are a lot of different changes that can happen. But the fact of the matter is that just because you're agreeing to, you know, your seller is agreeing to and asking you to reduce the price or change the photos or, you know, add additional information, um, you know, it, it's it's part of the life cycle. And you've got to remember to touch your MLS input right. when, when those types of things take place, including... Once the transaction closes. Okay. So, and you said, you said something that actually perked up another question for me. When it's appropriate to use temporarily off market. Oh, yes. So that could be a whole new podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I think we'll be able to touch when I think you're going to end up asking me more about specific violations and we'll talk about that potential violations. Let's call them that for now. Um, But temporarily off market can trip people up. Yeah. Um, and because they, they need to go back to the MLS rules sheet that describes the use, the appropriate use for temporarily off market because there's, no showings, right? And then temporarily off market with continued showings. Okay, and, that makes and, sense. And you need to know, and I would say, especially our newer agents out there, really need to know um, the difference and you know the applicability of each. So the the worksheet that you just mentioned, um, we will leave a link for that. Uh, in the show notes where you can kind of go through your MLS to find that worksheet. That would be great. Awesome. I think that'd be very helpful. Okay. So let's, uh, can you talk a little bit about members, subscribers, um, bringing rule violations to the attention of the MLS. Let's talk about rule violations. This is like fun. So uh, what do those numbers kind of look like and, and how does the MLS deal with it? So I thought I'd left behind (laughs) when I left being superintendent, uh, the, you know, begging people to please, you are our eyes and ears. Sure. Um, So the MLS quality assurance staff is a small but mighty team. um, And they do a lot of review. However, the number in 2022 of agent reported potential problems, errors, um, was nearly 3,800. Wow, that's a lot. And and we appreciate that. So the other part that I I love about the way we handle um, those reports, and there's even a little click button that you usually see highlighted in yellow um, on an MLS entry uh, so that you can easily do that. But we also get a lot of just um, ad hoc emails or calls. Sure. And that's great. I also think that people appreciate that it's not like filing a complaint where their (laughs) name is necessarily attached to it. Right. So it's much easier um, to 
not feel bad about bringing something to um, our team's attention. So we look into it. Um, right. And it may take uh, numerous people and it may actually, um, you know, bubble up to our COO, John Curlich, right. uh, and or myself for conversation. And uh, the team in QA does a great job of then getting back also to not only reaching out if there is a problem to the listing agent and or broker. Right. Um, if there is an error but also to the person who reported it, if we have that information. Oh, that's great. So that way, too, they know that that reporting person knows, well, it's not because of this. Right. Or it is. And thank you. We are We've addressed it. it. Yeah. We're addressing it. So um, that, that is a... That is a system that I really want to encourage people to use if they believe that they see an error, right. a potential violation in a listing. Well, and at the end of the day, most people that are entering, I, and I'm I'm making you know broad brush strokes here, but I, I would assume that at the end of the day, most people don't want to be making mistakes when they're entering things into the MLS. But we're human and it happens. So, you know, if, if somebody's bringing that to your attention, I'm sure that in most cases, the agent that made the mistake is happy to have had it fixed and moving on to other things, to selling Absolutely. that property. Absolutely. Because as you mentioned, without calling it that, most of them are unintentional. Correct. It's also such a great learning experience. Sure. Um, some of the things that come up, like the wrong use of temporarily off market there you go. or, um, you know, the photos that shouldn't be in there, things like that. We we call those um, re- reported issues when we reach out to the listing agent. The help us help you. Sure. Sure. There <laughs> you go. Yeah, absolutely. And and we want to help everybody stay in compliance and and learn from that experience. Right. And honestly, you don't know what you don't know. So if you put a picture up there that's incorrect, you don't know necessarily that it's incorrect when you're putting it up there. So if somebody reaches from MLS is reaching out as to, to me as agent A and saying, hey, by the way, you can't do that. It's a learning experience for me and I won't do it again, you know. Um, and I'm, I, I'm guessing, too, that a lot of that those instances happen with brand new people. A lot of a lot of them do. Yeah. Um, but you would also be surprised at some of the tenured uh, <laughs> licensees who have those issues. But to your point about the new folks, uh, I don't want to di- diverge too far uh, from the topic. However, MLS now offers constantly lots of training lots of lots of matrix training lots and lots of training so um and some of it can be done um virtually so i really encourage especially newer agents who are going to be out with you know working with potential seller clients um to take advantage of those educational opportunities we try to keep them to one or two hours well and and those are all correct me if i'm wrong those are all like when they open when they open their portal on your site those are those classes are easily 
found yes. to where they can attend. Yes. And if they can't find it easily, all they have to do is email or call us. Right. Exactly. So so you ha- you guys all have no excuse now. So you know where they're at. And if you can't find them, you know how to find them. So, um, so can you share with us any information about the quality assurance staff listing review? Wow. In, you know, so this past year, um, our small group of three QA staff members and their manager, who many of your listeners know, Diana, um, and love, by the way, <laughs> I do believe, almost 9,600 reviewed items. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So um, one of the things that I do want to share, because it's, um, it's, AI technology that Mm -hmm. we are currently working with a vendor on. And that is um, an application that we can use internally to help review photos so that that takes that that part. um, At least it throws red flags. It gives you a report and then somebody can actually go in and, and look at those. Oh my gosh, you're using AI. How cool is that? But everything is kind of going that way these days. It's so. just, it's really, it, 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 you know, you said it, it's cool. It is so cool to me how they can take the MLS rules around the use of photographs mm-hmm. in yep. listings, and they can program that application to run over photos in listings and throw flags for us to go back and and confirm or, or, you know, take a deeper dive on. Yeah, it's it's incredible what AI can do. So I'm sure that there are often corrections requested by both offices and by quality assurance. Let's talk about how that makes sense and how it impacts where members can get tripped up with those things. So, so tell me like, I guess, tell me kind of the process, walk me through kind of how, how as a potential agent, I could get tripped up by that quality assurance by corrections requested in that segment. And I'm, I'm going to change the verbiage of just a little bit. Sure. Absolutely. Because we are not there to trip them up. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. This is to keep them from From getting tripped. Absolutely. um, Where they would have a violation. Now, Anybody who is a subscriber or participant brokers know that there are some set rules where violations are um, a fine that can't be waived. Right. You know, that's sure. just the way it is. Um, however, we have taken a very strong position on we would prefer to educate your folks, Mr. and Ms. Broker. Ms. Broker, yep. Um Rather than we, we don't really need your fi- fine money. No. Okay. And you don't want, I mean, <laughs> we don't honest, want honestly, <laughs> you'd rather them know the right procedure so yep. that they don't have an issue later on. Absolutely. So with that said, um, you know, 1,926 corrections. Oh, wow. Were, and but it, think about that in the grand scheme of the number of so listings okay, in 2022. So that's my question then. So it's a very small percentage. It's a very small percentage. And very often that includes issues like um, late entry, late sure. status change, um, omissions of the primary photo or something wrong with the primary sure. photo or um, you know, omissions of primary photo where, oh, gee, yes, my seller 
signed an opt out of photos form, but okay. I forgot to submit it. Right. Um, you know, things like that. Now, the the, the more worrisome um, errors or omissions have to do with things like, ooh, the person who signed the listing mm-hmm. contract okay. is not the owner of record oh <laughs> so well, that might be a problem so, hello hello you, that's a problem yeah, hello <laughs> um you know do you have the proper attorney in fact or, or yeah. power of attorney specific for the purchase lease yeah. sale of real estate not just a general poa or right. atf um which a lot of people don't know which is also why you need to talk to your broker. Right, sure, makes um, sense. If you're dealing with something like that. Um, but the good news on that, Kelly, is that offices have proactively said, oh my goodness, we forgot to do X, or we put this in not quite right. And um, the corrections by offices were over 5,700. Wow. So that's know, great. That's though, great. Right. That's, that's the better part that's, of it. Yeah. That's great. And hopefully that internally then to the brokerage, they are educating. Right. Um, whoever did the entry. Some of those are, you know, just to your point earlier, we're all human. Right. Um, I, I am terrible at transposing numbers. <laughs> I, I, I don't have transposition issues with, with, you know, names, letters, but numbers. Woo. So, you know, if you know, you've got those issues, double check things. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it, it, you know, that all rolls down to, you know, we are, we're all human. And so we're all bound at some point to make a mistake. Right. So make sure that you double check yourself and go back and, you know, reduce the, the percentage of, of there being a mistake in there. I, and I, I know, having been superintendent too, that not every brokerage, not even every office of of some brokerages, can um, you know have the luxury of having somebody who is double checking those types of entries. But it sometimes can be worthwhile. Well, it's like another set of eyes. You know, we talk about that here quite often because, you know, mm-hmm. if we're putting something together, you know, and and I've looked at it and I've looked at it and I've looked at it and I've looked at it. We always like to have someone else look at it because one, once you've looked at it a number of times, it all becomes, I can read right over a word that's completely misspelled because I've seen it too much. Yeah, so absolutely. It happens. Absolutely. So one other one other um, field mm-hmm. in the MLS entry that just <laughs> made me laugh the first time I saw it, but was, you know, directions, you know, oh, yeah. giving directions. You're not allowed to just put consult GPS. <laughs> okay. You actually have to provide some type of directionals. Can I put turn by the big red barn you on the right? May. Can you do that? If oh, there's wow. a big red barn there, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> consult your GPS. Well, you know... I suppose at this point in your life, you know, most everybody has the ability to access that, but not everybody does. Not everybody. So I don't know, you know, there are people out there still using flip phones. And remember those directions are being printed out or, or, you know, emailed or whatever to consumers. Sure. And we make a lot of assumptions about 
consumers. Yes, absolutely. So (laughs) let's not assume anything. So let's talk about most frequent. We we said we were going to talk about it. So let's talk about the most frequent violations at the MLS. Uh, Late status changes. Yes. Yeah. Not uploading primary photos. Yes. Yes. Not submitting the correct paperwork. Correct. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) So temporarily off market. Temporarily off market. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, but not not again to divert too far from the actual violations. But there are so many sellers who have come up with this. Well, you know, um, we don't want the dog accidentally getting out or the cat getting out or, you know, grandma lives with us now. And we don't want anybody coming in, you know, giving her heart failure. So we don't, you know, unless unless we're home. Oh, I've got some stories. That would be. Yeah, no, that's just that would be frightening. (laughs) Anyhow, um, so there are sellers who say we only want our home shown between X and Y. Too many details to go into here today. If you have somebody like that, you need to give us a call and the staff will help give you guidance on how exactly your status needs to be shown. But that's a special circumstance where they can they can make a phone call and you guys are happy to. Absolutely. Deal with it. We're, right we're happy to deal with any of their phone calls. Sure. We prefer that they call um, rather than you know, risk of violation. A, a risk of violation. So, well, and you know, to all our listeners out there, we don't want you risking any kind of violation. So, if you do have, you know, when in doubt, make that phone call. Absolutely. Send that email. Ask um, to make sure that you're, you know, heading heading down the right path. With Absolutely. That. So. Well, so wrapping things up, I have one more question for you. And last time you were here, I threw you for a loop because I asked you what home for all meant for you and or meant to you. And um, so we had a good little discussion about that. So going in into- the box of tissues wasn't I- close enough to me. It's <laughs> <No. laughs> a great question, by the way. It is a good question. So and because you're a repeat guest, you know, um, I'm going to ask you something different this time. Okay. So, um, so our, you know, our. Our members, our listeners are out there. They're out there, you know, trying to improve on their business every day and trying to do a better job at customer service and do a better job for all of their clients. And to that end, we want to help them. Mm -hmm. So what book or podcast, not including this one? Oh, you can't use it. I said besides yours. Besides I was thinking. Okay. Would what would you recommend to enhance daily business goals for our members? What have you read or listened to that has really just hit home? So it's not a a true podcast Mm -hmm. like yours is. However, if anybody who can jump on a group like eight o'clock to nine o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. get your day rolling on the Clubhouse app. Oh, Clubhouse. Bringing back Clubhouse. Clubhouse app. The Daily Real Estate Huddle. Now, okay. it, it's it's under the group called Central Ohio Real Estate. Mm-hmm. Do not let that dissuade you. There are Northeast Ohio um, agents. Awesome. Hopefully a couple of them who are listening um, who know <laughs> that I recommend hopping on that huddle as often as you can. Some days 
you'll be on for five minutes and think, and eh, nothing's really, you know, clicking with sure. me. Um, it's a, an excellently moderated group by your peers right. who have been around and doing this for a while. You've got sages like Larry Schottenstein down in central Ohio uh, right. jumping in, title folks, mortgage folks. Nice. Um, and they invite you up to talk about your challenges, your accomplishments. Um, I throw some questions out to them every now and then awesome. to get their feedback um, because it's, and I think it's such a great pool of, of diverse agents, sure. licensees that you can learn something practically every day. It's interesting you because you have the opportunity to pick the brain of other people who may have been in the business longer than you, um, for people that may have, you know, more expertise in one field versus another, you know, that you, you have questions about. So for those of you who don't know about Clubhouse, Clubhouse is audio only. So when Ann said she, they're going to call you up to ask a question or talk about something, it's, it's real, it's, it's kind of, um, it's not physically calling you up no. anywhere. No, and you no one's going to see you. Yeah, they it's a digital hand. Yes. It's not, you it's know. It's a digital stage. Yes, it's a digital stage. So basically what Nobody it is. Nobody sees is, you in your no. jammies. Exactly. So it's just your voice that they're going to hear just kind of like this. Yeah. Um, which is kind of great because you can be in your jammies and your bunny slippers and and still improve your business. Absolutely. So And, and by the way, books... It, this was perfectly timed because just yesterday or the day before, Inman News mm -hmm. sent out their list of the 11 um, real estate books for 2023 oh. that you need to read. Crucial Conversations, Tools for Talking When the Stakes Are High. That's one. Um, Too Nice for Sales, A Practical Guide to Ethical Lead Conversion. Ethical lead conversion. Love that. Oh my gosh, it made my heart swell. <laughs> um, and then human-centered communications, a business case against digital pollution. And I actually went on Amazon and ordered that. Wow, so when I get back to great. Columbus, it should be waiting for me. See, so now you'll have something to do when right. you get home. There you right. go. That's all good. So would you like to share your contact info again so that our folks can find you? And obviously we're going to link Anne's contact info in the show notes too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So QA for quality assurance at MLS now altogether.com um, is the general uh, email box. And then uh, 216-485-4100 extension 1485. Now you can get to me by my first name at mlsnow.com uh, as well. And I'm extension 4122. Well, I want to thank Anne for joining us today. And I also want to thank you, our listeners, for downloading and subscribing to the ACAR Home for All podcast. Uh, be sure to check back with us for our next episode. And I hope until we meet again that you are finding your very own meaning of Home for All.